This episode of GameScoop is sponsored by Squarespace. If you're looking for a way to make your business stand out and succeed online, Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for you. They take the stress out of creating an awesome website, engaging with your audience, and selling anything from products to content to time so you're able to focus on, you know, everything else. In other words, you'll have more time for gaming. With the new guided design system, you can choose from curated layouts and styling options to build a unique online presence from the ground up, optimized for every device. And with Squarespace's integrated, optimized SEO tools, you'll show up more often to more people. Squarespace doesn't just make things easier for you. Checkout for your customers is made seamless with simple but powerful payment tools that allow you to accept credit cards, PayPal, and Apple Pay. And in eligible countries, offer the option to buy now and pay later with Afterpay and Clearpay. So whether you're just starting out or looking to expand your existing brand, be sure to visit squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com gamescoop to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. That's squarespace.com gamescoop for 10% off. You know, when it comes to wireless carriers, sometimes what you see isn't always what you get. Except with Visible. With Visible, what you see is exactly what you get. If you haven't heard of Visible, well, now you have. They're the wireless carrier that's making wireless visible. It's in the name. With Visible, there are no hidden fees, no fine print, no hassle, nothing to hide. It's just $25 a month, all taxes and fees included. And you don't need more than one line of wireless to save. You can save on a line all to yourself with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. And again, just $25 a month. The future of wireless is here and it is transparent. If you want more transparency in your wireless plan, you want to be on the Visible plan. Switch to Visible today and save at Visible.com. That's Visible.com. Monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. This episode of GameScoop is brought to you by PUBG Mobile. What's up, everybody? Welcome to IGN Game Scoop. I'm your host, Damon Hatfield. Joining this week is Justin Davis, Scoop. Sam Claiborne, Yo. and Mark Medina. Castlevania 4 is good. And we've got a great show for you this week. We're going to talk about, of course, Red Dead 2. We've been playing it a lot more. We've been able to process uh, some of our thoughts about it a little more. We'll talk about that. We'll talk about the uh, SNK 40th Anniversary Collection, which I reviewed recently. The hottest topic. And is out right now. <laughs> but first, I went to the dentist this morning. Mm-hmm. Zero cavities. Dentist says everything looks great in there. Do you nice. get do you get cavities? Not in, typically. I mean, I have twenty years ago. Maybe I had a cavity. I just I, like some people's teeth. They just get them no matter right, what they right. do. Yeah. Uh, that sucks. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, can I do a butt first? Yeah, sure. I found. Oh my goodness! Oh, this is so great. This is going to be uh, difficult for people that are listening to enjoy. However, yeah, I won't well. spend long on it. Go to YouTube.com/slash/games. So we have an archive. Of uh, old games here, and it's at, you know, organized IGN. very well. Yeah, Easy it, to find, it, whatever it, it is. It really you're is for. just like piles of, of <laughs> games and game boxes and stuff. But in that archive, uh, I was uh, deep in the dusty tomes, and I found several hundred Nintendo 64 <laughs> instruction books. It's a box ah. that is only Nintendo 64 instruction manuals. There they are. I want to. And so, I know it's hard to see, but like I'm holding right now, this is probably 20 I'm holding in my hand. And there's many, many, many more. Bio freaks. What is what is Sun sixty four? That's Puyo Puyo. Oh, yeah. oh, so okay. I, I don't I know who Puyo these Puyo. belong to, but they range from <laughs> Pilot Wing sixty four in Japanese to World Cup ninety eight in English 
and they're very funny, and I've been looking through them, and I just thought yeah. I'd bring them by for everybody to see. Listen to this one from Konami. It's a generation of arts, speed, and power. Gasp. Fighters <laughs> next stream. But is that is that a North American? No, I think that's a Japanese manual. That so really I just crazy. wanted to offer up to everybody out there, if you uh, need help with your game, uh, just tell me which page of which uh, <laughs> instruction booklet to go to, and I'll, I'll look it up for you <laughs> and let you know. Is Mario, so, if Mario 64 was in here, that'd be... It is. It is. It's in Japanese, I think. Oh, no, no, there's an English one. Yeah. Oh. Uh, there's a, uh, so it like is. if you were stuck in Chameleon Twist 2, for example, and you needed to learn how to use your tongue to move, I could tell you <laughs> maybe what the quick movement took to do. You uh, press the B button to shoot Davy's tongue. My, my favorite part about in the Mario 64 rule yeah. book, we saw that there are instructions in the rule book for manipulating and moving Mario's face <laughs> on the title screen. Oh, that's If you want to have a lot of fun on the title screen. Here's the Japanese. The game starts before it even starts. It's the Japanese. Uh, manual for Mario's Golf, which is it's called Mario Golf 64, and then the slogan is for all players hoping to touch the true entertainment. <laughs> what does that mean? You know, Mario to Golf, touch the true entertainment. Mario <laughs> Golf. Uh, right. It's also worth pointing out that some of these Japanese manuals have this card that you can take out, and it just it's like a quick reference for uh, the controls of the game. So you can like set it in front of you while you're playing, and you don't have to dig out the whole manual and dig into it. Yeah, it's pretty cool. And, these, and you can just you can just call me. These rule books are so amazing. This was like the last generation of like like they're thick, they're all, glossy, yeah, and full, full color. color. I think going this, into PS2 that <clears> lasted yeah. a little longer, and then it was gone for. This one's 55 pages, and it has maps of bugs and birds and fish. <laughs> That card thing like is really cool because those they yeah. still make those because every time I go to an event, it's like how to play Assassin's Creed Odyssey, and that card is there with mm -hmm. all the controls on it. Yeah, it was like how to play Black Ops 4, and I'm like, thanks. So guys. if I had to pick a favorite, this is my favorite. This is Majora's Mask mm -hmm. in Japanese with yeah. cool Majora's Mask in Japanese art. Yeah. So neat. But kind of a thin, thin feeling manual for such a big game. Mm. But I'm sure oh. there's a notes section in the back that's adequate. Yeah. For I played this game a lot. Chef's Love Shack. All right, let's get into uh, the topics of the week. It'll be hard not to get distracted with a pile of Nintendo 64 second. game manuals in front of us. Uh, Red Dead 2. We've got a bunch of emails mm -hmm. from our uh, our fans out there that have been playing Red Dead 2. First one comes from Brent. He emailed us at the address gamescoop at IGN.com, just like you, Cam. Brent says, with the chance to have played Red Dead 2 for uh, two weeks, yep. what are your hopes for the upcoming Red Dead Online? While probably not plausible, I would love to see Red Dead Online become a living world over the next five years where players themselves create new towns on the map and Ooh. build civilization up to what we know as the 1930s and 40s Whoa. America. <laughs> Allow players to become well-known outlaws, sheriffs, sheriffs, even mayors of towns based on their progress in the online community. While that is fully possible, my next idea is The Leap. Take that world the players have built and create a GTA 6 with it, an Al Capone-era GTA. That's his, that's his idea. I like how he just glosses over how the first part of that's possible. <laughs> 1930s and 40s. 1940s is World War II. <laughs> two, two world wars in the span of Red Dead Online. War just over there being cowboys. Yeah. Uh, no, the question is, though, now that you've had a chance to sit with Red Dead 2 for a while, what, what do you want from Red Dead Online? What do you expect it to be? I think that game ended up being a little slower than a lot of people were anticipating. Like, what does that mean for the online is it a, component? Is it a spoiler to talk about what's the region that's not in the game? That's not a spoiler, is it? You know. shouldn't talk about that. Okay. Well, there, I want them to add more explorable space. Yeah. Hmm. The, online? The game is not Yeah, big. like that map for online is bigger. I want the map for online to be bigger. Yeah. Hmm. That's, a, that, that, that's a, totally the, possible. Red Dead 2 map is actually surprisingly not that big. Well. Like, when I, when I, when I look 
we, like as someone who's been running around it for the past two days, mm-hmm. when I'm like, oh, I need to go to the mountains, I always start running, and I'm I'm kind of there before I know it. It I've takes yeah, around 15 minutes it's, to get from one corner to the other. It's mm-hmm. it, it's big, but it's not like in some games. If you're like, oh, I gotta go over there, like it's like an experience. You're like, mm-hmm. oh, all right, here we go. Like let's let's go on this journey. But in Red Dead, you're just kind of like you the just open think. fields. You just run. Yeah. With your horse. Yeah. So I think my hopes would be that there's extensive co-op story-based missions Mm -hmm. and that you can go in and you form your little uh, squad, your gang, and then you can do this type of stuff that you're already doing in Red Dead, but you're doing it with other people. And it's actually challenging because I I do die in Red Dead sometimes, but it's always from a horse kicking me by accident. It's usually not in the shootouts in towns. Mm. And if I do die on a shootout in town, it's like it starts you right there and you just keep playing through it. But any like strategic heist type things would be the way to do this. That reminds me, did you do the bounty where uh, you're you there's the the guys that call themselves they've taken upon themselves to be like uh, like sort of like pirates and they are, they'll like mm-hmm. try to shake you down when you're riding through their territory. Mm-hmm. So you have to pay a fee to pass through. Mm-hmm. You haven't encountered those I, guys? I haven't done that. Well, at first, I've been, I've been robbed before. Yeah. Like yeah. I've had a lady stop and be like, like oh, help me, sir. And then she's like, gotcha. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, there's a bounty for like the leader of their gang. And then you have to go to his hideout. And his hideout is set up. It's like a dilapidated fort. It's, like, it's probably left over from the Civil War. Mm-hmm. And he's inside. And there's only one way in. And I kept... I. Tried a couple times going in, and they're like up high. He and his he and his boys, and they yeah. like killed me a couple times. But then I figured out, well, I'll just draw them out, and then I'll go out the front and just yeah. wait for them to sort of come out through the bottleneck. And mm-hmm. I was just picking them off them in the bottleneck. Yeah, that's really just smart. <laughs> do you ever snipe from a distance? Yeah, I do that sometimes. That really works well for exactly. enemy hideouts as well. Yeah. Um, I think to uh, Brent's original point, like, no, we're not going to get some game that takes you through decades of real world history. <laughs> yeah. But I would like to see some sort of permanence where, like, the gang is such a central part of the single player game. I mean, it's not even a central part. It is the whole game is, you know, you and this gang and this camp. And I'd like to see that carried over into online where, you know, you build up a camp, you build up a hideout over time. You know, you do missions. You have to sort of scrap and chop down trees and hunt and do these things to sort of build up a hideout in a cave and carve out a space of this world that's kind of your own and, and tame, you know, tame the land a kinda, little bit. Kind of makes me think of Fallout 76. Yeah, like I guess built, it is. You're, you're putting your camp where you want. you mm-hmm. building it up, but then they give you the option to be able to move it if you want. I would like to see almost a little MMOE where, like, you can't do this in, like, a weekend. Like, it's going to take mm-hmm. you. It's going to be a journey of, like, weeks and months with you and your friends. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know there's going to be a lot of train heists. Yeah. I don't know. I, I'm I, Red Dead Online is just weird because it's like mm-hmm. GTA Five Online. It was very obvious it was always going to be like DeLoreans and Batmobiles and stuff like yeah. that. And the I'm fl- like, I don't know how motorcycles they're going to. Yeah, that's what, yeah. I don't like, know how they're going to sustain jumping Red cars and trying to land them on rooftops. Yeah, yeah. And stuff. So like, I don't Trip, tripped out. Is it going to be like tricked out horses? Like, yeah. it doesn't <laughs> here's feel a, like here's it. a cool horse. <laughs> like, who's going to like? Who didn't spend money on like? The DeLorean, right? Like you want that car, but well, like, we just I don't know, know what horse they would have to put in the game. The one for really people to be like, I need this. The wonderful famous horses. What GTA Black Five Beauty? does is uh, <laughs> it could be Black Beauty. It introduces like deathmatch maps and you know other things around. It uses the single player world and then constrains you in a specific area to like yeah. have these interesting play experiences, mm-hmm. right? So like this whatever like the prison in GTA 5 is there to be a prison in GTA 5 but in a multiplayer context it becomes this whole different thing where there's yeah. different levels and so you can imagine like even if they don't go completely crazy and completely reinvent you know shared world multiplayer 
even just, you know, deathmatch and team deathmatch and last man standing and horse races and all that stuff in the interesting locales and environments, you know, in that dilapidated fort. Like, yeah. mm-hmm. there's, there's a lot of hours of fun to be had, even with a little bit more conventional multiplayer experience. I think they just put cart racing in it. Is cart racing? racing? Cars, yeah. It would be like I don't like care how they explain it. I don't need a story. <laughs> It'd be like soapbox racing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, just downhill? Yeah. <laughs> what in tarnation is this? Come on, get on in, brother. Don't worry about it. And that's it. It's pretty good. Thanks. That's or like uh, missions where you have to fly a plane, but you have to fly a plane through rings. And you have to get all the rings. Yeah. Yeah, well, I found there's a newspaper article about a tr- trying to get a flying machine. Yeah. Oh, really? Uh, they're experimenting with, you know, trying to get an yeah. airplane working. Yeah. read that mm. the other day. Uh, there isn't like a launch date for Reddit Online yet. It's Spo- right? supposed to be November It'll be this month. Supposed to be. It will. That almost certainly means it will be February. (laughs) Could be. I don't know. I I thought I had read somewhere that it was supposed to be. It was. It was supposed to be one month after. Like a month after the game launches. Yeah, but we haven't heard anything about it yet. Mm -hmm. So unless it's going to be like a surprise, like Thanksgiving weekend, like it launches then. Oh God, no. Yeah, I mean, yeah. (laughs) Hopefully for Sam. That's like terrible news for us. Uh, Let's go on vacation. We got this. Speaking <laughs> of Sam, this next email uh, it would be a good one for you. It comes from Brad Bayer in Grand Rapids, Michigan. All right. Is it about the Glover manual? Because uh, I have it right here. Uh, yeah. Hold on. No, it's actually not about Glover. All right. Oh, Let's put fine. that back down. It says, a week or two ago, you talked about how the entire IGN wiki team will be working on the Red Dead 2 guide mm-hmm. with so many cooks in the kitchen. Too many cooks. How do you go about doing that without having too many people trying to do the same thing? I mean, you all you all have to start at the beginning, right? How do you portion out the work? Yeah, so we do some interesting stuff uh, without giving away trade secrets, but we usually have somebody focused on the latter half of the game or the, even the end of the game. So that person might just play a lot of the game and not actually do a lot of work for a little while and then be able to inform the people working through the game what they should be doing more of. And then those people are split into things like uh, one person just wrote our walkthrough. Casey DeFritis just wrote, wrote the walkthrough. That's every main mission, how to get the gold requirements, all the mm. screenshots. She just did that. That's her job. Mm. And then we break up everything else that same way. So we don't step in each other's toes because we're all working on different little vertical sections of the, the wiki. And are you passing around save files when people need to access different yes. par- portions of the game? So when someone gets to the end of the game first, their save file is so valuable to us that we have to use it. And I actually use Destin's game file, mm-hmm. to, Destin Legary. for instance, to explore and spoil a ton <laughs> of the map. And yeah. I just sat one afternoon and just exposed the entire world map so we could answer a lot of questions we had about where trappers were or, or where, uh, you know, the edges of the map are and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that kind of stuff happens a lot. It's like you'll read about something and you're like, oh, it was there's a, a certain thing that you got to have like 40 animals studied. And I, yeah. so I went to the wiki's team and I was like, does anybody have this? And one person had it. And I was like. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Now I don't have to do it. <laughs> so we totally share saves. And like, really, it's just, it's like you would, uh, if you've ever worked on like a school project, like a, a giant, you know, school project or something, you just have to be organized and you have to start a spreadsheet and everybody has to, to just have different assignments daily. Mm-hmm. And that's basically how we do it. And one person does nothing and then they're kicked out of the group. <laughs> that is exactly, or no, it's more like one person does everything yeah. and the other three people are just like, well, yeah. let's let that person do it. Cool. Yeah. That's a school project for you. Yeah. Such a, such a control freak. Yeah. <laughs> Mark, Mark, you're still playing Red Dead yeah. 2 all day long at your desk all day <laughs> today. What are you working on? So it's funny. So when I play at my desk, I'm not, not spoiling it I'm, for everybody. I'm never, I'm never like progressing. I'm using a, a very vanilla file where I can pretty much go anywhere, but my game looks like anybody else's game. 
and then it's it's when I go home is when I progress more. Uh, I'm mainly helping the wikis team right now. <laughs> well, Mark's finding Easter eggs, and, yeah. and uh, what that means is that you know you guys know what Easter eggs are, but mm -hmm. uh, in this game, there's just a bunch of different little hidden instances of, of cool things. And usually they're like X Files Z or yeah. something like that. And so Mark uh, finds those on the internet or uh, from people here have been sourced a lot of them. Like we're you know finding stuff more yeah. than other people because we're just collectively so many people are playing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, you know we had a big head start. So uh, then he goes and then he gets that and kind of yep. writes out the instructions and captures it. Oh, he, mm -hmm. Mark is not on the guides team. He's just nope. a, a video producer here, uh, but, but he's it, been helping. Well, you were also yeah. gathering just general B-roll of like, we need picture, we need we need footage of a holdup. We need footage. Yeah, of so like it's like, it starts with this mission of like, hey, let's show interesting stuff. And then it kind of delves into, okay, now let's go have a big features meeting and we'll talk about things we need for that. And then it becomes the same. And what he means by that is that for a feature that we have, like uh, things we like and things we don't like in Red mm -hmm. Dead, I mentioned <clears throat> liking rock formations and exploring them. And he had to capture that footage. Yep. Yep. Uh, and then it be kind of it kind of becomes this like kind of search trendy kind of thing. Yeah. Where it's like, hey, this is really hitting, so we'll kind of lean more towards stuff like that. So that's the kind of stuff I'm working on. It's just seeing what people are interested that day. Mm -hmm. And it's like every day it can be different. Yeah. Oh. So this morning in the uh, GameScoop fan group on Facebook, someone was complaining about Red Dead spoilers yeah. on IGN. Yep. And I responded to them asking, do you have an example? Because I would hope that people yeah. would know that like we're not purposely trying to put sure. spoilers on the side. But do you know what they were referring to? Yeah, I, so I, do. I, I can do it without spoiling for people. Mm -hmm. But yeah. we have a different, everybody has a different limit for spoilers, right? Yep. And uh, there's things in Red Dead, as I already mentioned, that you can play the entire game and definitely never see like they're so well hidden yeah. that uh it's like the easter egg in uh in zombies and call of duty like that takes a huge sequence of things to make that appear so everybody searches zombies easter egg or zombies uh, i i won't even spoil those but they search those direct terms mm -hmm. for how to beat zombies so we provide that service we say hey here's how you beat that and we label that way and stuff like that. So he was fine. He would find like a cool, we as I said, a cool like an X Files yeah. moment type mm -hmm. thing. And I'm not uh, seriously. I'm talking about the X Files pantheon, not something specific. I'm <laughs> trying to spoil it for you. I'm saying like it's an unusual, <clears throat> non, you know, like like you, something you would normally expect. And it's yeah. just small. It's like a small thing that you stumble upon that that's cool. And there's and, like a uh, good chance the thing that was posted nobody will ever find. Yeah, but it it, be, it, it really does become it does become this thin line of like what is a spoiler, and you can walk around the <laughs> office and be like, is this a spoiler to you? And mm -hmm. it's like, well, no, because that's not like a a story beat. Yeah, but some people yeah. some people think reviews are spoilers. Yeah, and they're what? just they're just saying stuff that is in the first couple out. hours of the game. I've had people say that some of the first fifteen videos we put up spoil the game. Mm -hmm. It's the first fifteen minutes of yeah. the game, and then so there's a difference between us putting up. A video for you to opt into, and then us putting up a video that you are an image or a word that you don't get to opt into, yep. and that's a spoiler. And we will try to avoid those at all costs. And we made a mistake, and so we're sorry about that. We are. Is that why I'm on, Damon? No, no, no. So no. Grill. Like, yeah, well, I'm the one who apologized. You're the one who did it. That's true. I am. Yeah. The one. You, you can go now. <laughs> I don't know. For me, there's very little that I would consider a spoiler. In Same. a game, unless there's like a significant story beat, but like mm -hmm. to be honest, I don't really care about stories and video games that much at all. Like just yeah. in general, uh, it's only very recently the stories have even been very good in games. So mm -hmm. I do think the story in Red Dead Two is very good. 
very strong. I think so as well. But it's, and I'm it's just it. like, if, you know, this is not, this is just an example. If I'm playing a game, if I was playing an Assassin's Creed game uh, and, it, and it was set in Japan and there was uh, a, a sort of little Easter egg in there that's, that the developers had thrown in that's an allusion to a giant monster that someone had kaiju, come, yeah. uh, some kaiju coming mm -hmm. out of the water. Yeah. And that was like, I read that before I played the game. I wouldn't consider that a spoiler. Mm -hmm. That's just like something that's in the game. And I don't care that. Yep. Like, so like you're whatever. just on the other side of a line that we know people are sensitive mm -hmm. about. And we know they're sensitive about it. Like, I, it's not even worth arguing about. Like, sure. we don't yeah. need to put spoilers on IGN. And we don't mean to. Yeah. And it does. It just because it's because it's like you. It just didn't occur to us yeah, that one instance was across, you know, crossing a line. Because we have to censor our stuff all the time. for. Spoilers. Well, and yeah. it, it always becomes this line of like, not only is like, is this a spoiler versus is it not a spoiler but like the game's been out for two weeks so now everything's being found like this information is readily available so then when are we able to kind of jump on this and be like hey it is now common knowledge that this is a thing it was very worrisome with uh spider-man we didn't want to show like any suits mm -hmm. past the first like three because we considered every single one of them spoilery and then eventually we had a hit to hit a point where I'm like, people are searching for these suits. We have to show where to find them and show them off and stuff like that. And it's like the game's been out for you know, a week or two. And yeah. eventually you have to just kind of, but. And again, yeah. we want people to opt into that experience, mm -hmm. not have it anywhere on the homepage. Again, I would not consider any Spider-Man suit to be a spoiler for myself. But yeah, I would. Just, I would ask people that are sensitive about spoilers to just try and keep in mind that what's a spoiler to them isn't necessarily a spoiler to everyone else. Mm -hmm. You know, and like the entire internet doesn't need to like bend to your will and to appease you, the individual. Well, they, they need to be opt-in though. Is the thing I understand. Yeah. I understand. Yeah, the main thing is like when Game of Thrones airs, if I'm not able to watch it, I literally just stay off Twitter because like yeah, exactly what some what some people don't consider spoilers is just like live tweeting the episode, and I'm like, mm -hmm. I can't yeah. do this. Yeah. So then I choose to not. I mean, that's why it's nice just that not we, being on social media. We have editorial standards about spoilers, so we want you to not have to avoid IGN to yeah. uh, yep, see any sure. spoilers. Like that, that's the goal. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So. Unlike Twitter, which no, there's no top person on Twitter. So right. we're, we're going to make sure you don't see any, any Mr. Twitter stuff. There is no top person on Twitter. Doctor Twitter. No yeah. one. Uh, there's no. Prin there's no principle on Twitter. No. Twitter has sleeps. Twitter has no rules. <laughs> uh, but let's get back to the actual game, Red Dead Two. Uh, we've spent a lot of time with it now. Uh, Mark, you're still playing it every day at your yeah. desk. Are you playing it for fun? At home, I am. You are. Yeah. So like. There was a while I really like Call of Duty Black Ops 4 Blackout. Mm. Yeah. So there was a time where I we we got Red Dead and I was still going home and playing Blackout like every night. Are you over Blackout now? No, I love okay, it good. so much. That's good. <laughs> I love it. And uh, so that's what I'm struggling with is like I'm playing Red Dead until I see people on. And then I'm like, you know what? Let me just see if they want to play Blackout. And then mm -hmm. they're like, yeah. And I'm like, okay, that's it. But now I'm finally getting to that point. You know how you reach this threshold where you're like – you're trying to beat a game, and you're you're kind of just going at it, and then eventually you you feel like it's wrapping up, and then you get addicted. That's where I'm at right now. Mm. Is I feel like I'm getting there, and so now I'm like I'm going straight home, and I'm just playing every night, like until yeah. I go to bed. Okay. That game's because long as hell, man. That game's super long. Yeah, yeah. I thought I was pretty much to I'm the end, and our wiki's editor John Ryan told me I am still 12 hours away, wow. and that broke my heart. I'm in chapter three, and I've been playing it every night. 
Um, nice. That's where I am right now. Uh, Sam, you're still playing it? Yeah, side questing uh, in this form of like, well, I've been, so I've been working on the hunting guide a lot mm. and uh, just coming in, kind of documenting that stuff. And, and the other team's helping with that. Uh, part, members of the team are helping with that too. But I've been hunting a lot. So like this week, I really focused on some of the big game that's dangerous. And I, uh, I was hunting uh, alligators and it was really fun. Gator hunting. Yeah, it was really scary and They're fun. Scary. And there's some side quests in that area that I was doing where yeah. it's like you have to go around all the alligators. It's great. You're and, the bait. Yeah, it's it's you can totally bait. Your horse is the bait. Did yeah, you did you write your gator hunting guide? I did. That's that's you out there. Look up so if people need any help, legendary gator. Oh. Or uh or uh the other one was alligator perfect pelt. Oh. <laughs> or the search but terms I, I, that will find the guides. I think like everybody, it's like I'm trying to mainline the story now, but there's just so much stuff that pulls mm-hmm. you away. Yeah. There's so much to do and I want to do it all. It also delivers on the promise of like, it's kind of unclear what story and what's not Mm -hmm. like, you know, so it's just this sort of meandering. You get these little vignettes of like, like it's a story mission to go out on a boat and fish with your boys and sing songs. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's totally just like a character moment, but, um, you know, but it's not like advancing. It's not like propelling you through a storyline with like high stakes, you know, it's just, let's have us a song. Yeah. (laughs) That was a really funny. Uh, but Justin, you're not playing it anymore, or at least not not. No, not actively. I, I'm just like it's a very busy. I run all of our shopping content, so as we gear up yeah. to Black Friday, I'm very very tired at night. And Red Dead is not a great game to sort of play when you're when you're already I'm pretty just tired. Zone out and play a game. Yep. Yeah, it's uh, it literally put me to sleep once, and that doesn't mean I like hate the game or anything, but it's just not sort of the right game for me right now. It's like very involved, and um, I guess the action parts of it are very very involved in the semi aspects, but then there's such long periods of downtime that it's just it's I I can't I, you know I'm having yeah. trouble getting into it. I think my main my main gripe my main wish is I wish there was like a medium walking speed. Because it's either you're walking, you're, you're walking super <laughs> slow, or you're sprinting. And yeah. when there's you sprint, nothing you, in between. You hurt people. Yeah, and there's like, or you're just you, <laughs> you crash through a door. Yeah, it's yeah. like yeah. Well, boom. That's not what and I was trying to do. Everybody at the bar actually. I know. Reacts. It's like that's. What I was I just like. trying to enter your. Yeah. There are times where I don't even feel like I'm walking that fast, and he still just like crashes yeah. through. Yeah. A when you go into the place like where you take Kool-Aid a bath, man. you're like, bam, Kool Aid Man <laughs> through the door, and the guy's like, oh, you're back, sir. You're like, I need a bath. There needs to be like a medium walking speed. The thing, the thing that I'm most impressed with two weeks into Red Dead, by the way, is that uh, like it just so delivers on like the hype and promise. Like I, I try to keep games at arm's length before they come out, where like they have this marketing speak of like the biggest game ever told, and like blurring the lines between what's story and what's not. And like Red Dead's one of the few that I actually think delivers on sort of all the rock star promise in that way. Like this game has been out two weeks, and usually even a big game, even like an MMO or whatever, like when you have five million people with all eyes on it, like they've picked it all apart Mm -hmm. everything's been found everything's been discovered but like that's so not the case with red dead like um there's still just story beats and parts of that world and towns and Mm -hmm. and and there are like literal easter eggs but Mm -hmm. even just like other elements of the game world and interactions and like like I'm you hearing- found eggs, <laughs> not literal, died? literal. Oh, well, okay, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Um, well, we just need to know because we need to write about yeah. it. We did not. <laughs> but just like no character moments, and like I had this interaction with Uncle, and like you know, mm-hmm. big stuff and small stuff. Like I called them names. Nor, yeah, <laughs> dude, he hates Uncle <laughs> so. Uncle, you old drunk idiot. <laughs> so hilarious. Get away from me. <clears throat> and like we're hearing these stories around the office and I'm reading them on the internet and it's a different one every time and a new one every time. And it's like one of the first times 
ever that like I feel like we're going to be hearing, you know, weird little details and character moments and parts about this world and, you know, just dialogue for months. That was like Zelda. That was the last time that happened. Oh, sorry. I'm not supposed to mention that on the air. <laughs> Uh, I love the story. Right. I love the characters. I love the voice acting. Yeah. Um, and I also like the combat. I think the gunplay is really fun. In that. I, I don't like it. In my, we I, did a love or hate feature, and I was like, I love the combat. Yeah. I like it a lot. I look forward to my next shootout. Yeah. You like, like the, yeah. uh, you, like, you get behind something, mm -hmm. and then you just like stand up and hit trigger. Stand up and hit trigger. No, I like stand standing up, up <laughs> dead eye, yeah. find a guy, See, shoot his face you off, You have enough go back dead down. eye to do that now, though. It, yeah. it starts slow. Where you it does, it does start a little slow. I like, I like, Okay, so when you when you're behind cover and you you pop up to aim somebody, it always aims at their chest, mm -hmm. and, and so I like aiming and flicking it up and yeah. shooting them and getting that headshot. Yeah, it feels so good every yeah. time it happens. The game actually has a tooltip that suggests that you do that. It's like the auto aim is at oh. their chest, mm -hmm. and then you need to sort of nudge it up mm -hmm. yourself. And it's it's this weird compromise. Like no other game feels like that. Like this compromise between auto aim, but the game's not like playing itself. Mm -hmm. You have to make an adjustment. Yeah. Well, and there's so much you have to count your shots. Like you'll yeah. you'll shoot. Yeah. And then you'll like go down, and then you're like, I'm gonna get this guy, and you'll go up, and he'll be like, Oh, shoot, it happens. <laughs> and you're like, No, <laughs> yeah, that's every shootout. And then the physics in the character animation is so good. Like when you shoot someone off yeah. a horse, you have there, there's any of a hundred different ways that they could fall off, or maybe yeah. like their like foot will be caught in the stirrup and they're dragged off. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so it, it was it was like one of the first times I played the game. I didn't understand what Arthur was doing because I had my horse, he was just like standing on a hill, and Arthur used to get on it, and he like, you push triangle and normally he just jumps on it. Instead, he kind of like grabs and then backs up mm. and then runs and jumps. And I was like, oh, it's because my horse is on a hill mm. and he has to like work harder to get on the horse. And he like gets on and like almost falls off, mm. but then pulls himself on. It's so good. It's ridiculous. I really so good. like the treasure map so much. It's my mm. favorite thing I've done so far where you actually get a sketch. And it's like, oh, I've seen a waterfall, but I don't know if it's that one. You go check it out. Uh, <laughs> I'm done with them. I did all did the all treasure them? maps because wow. I think there were I can't remember how many there were in the last game. It felt like more, but I'm sure it's the same amount. But I just want more of that. Like I really, really like that. I hate treasure maps in games. Yeah, <laughs> I just it show, it's like it's like two pine trees in a cave, yeah. and I'm like, okay, what the well, fuck? They did like this world's this so big that like yeah. I can't. Like, I remember them. In I completely agree. This has writing and it's in cursive mm. and it's hard to read a little bit, and it'll be like just press square go, to read. Yeah, it'll be square. like go north of this thing, and then that was helping with that. Yeah. So I really like. I think they made it easier, but to the point in which I felt like really rewarded for finding this stuff. Should I ever go back and hundred percent it, I will absolutely just wiki those treasure maps. <laughs> yeah, I'm the same. Yeah. You I, might have to do that to start the treasure map. I, I didn't know we weren't allowed to talk about Zelda here, but I'm going to talk about Zelda again. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm not allowed to. Oh, okay. Uh, you guys are cleared. With Breath of the Wild, the, the memories, I was like, I can't be bugged. Oh, yeah. I, I can't be bugged to do awesome. these because it's like, here's a tree yeah. stump. And I'm like, nope. Yep. No, I'm, I'm, I will look I'm, you up. I'm the exact same way. Though that is a very similar <laughs> yeah. idea. Yeah. Yeah. It was in yeah. Skyrim, too. I don't know. I think I'm just kind of... Black Flag. I, I guess I like yeah. the visual there were treasure maps in uh, Black, Black Flag. Black Flag ones were good. I like mm -hmm. when it's like something I feel like I can recognize. When yeah. it was like Ganon's castle in the background. I was like, oh, exactly. okay. And there's more of that is. in this game. than. than and then the, it was like, here's a tree. And I'm like, oh, great. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> Weird Black Flag detail. I know this is a deep cut. But the treasure maps in that game were so satisfying and fun. But then the way that... Just the animation of... What was his name? Edward? Edward. It was yep. this ancient treasure. And the animation was just him being like... And then it's like... Just there. there, and it bothered me every single time. I'm like, you're just, just, a, just an inch or so. Yeah. Under yeah. The <laughs> you're just on the beach, man. It doesn't make any sense. Um, all right. Anyway, I, I am really enjoying Red Dead 2, like we uh, covered a couple weeks ago. There was an adjustment period to playing the game. Did you guys all get your 15 gold bars? Mm, not 15. Did they patch it out yet? 
How oh, that's for no. That was the exploit. Yeah. Remember, I told you I, I messed it up when I tried it. How many did you get? Well, just one. You just pull out the one, and then. But if you don't do it in the right order, then you only yeah. get one. Oh. Yeah. You, you, you got to do it. I know you were past it by that point. I, is, it, is it patched out? No. I don't think it's patched. I I, I'm, I'm the one that it. made the video on how to do it. I refuse to do it for myself mm-hmm. for two reasons. Reason one, I don't think money's a problem in that game. Yeah. Just it hasn't been a problem. The game, well, it isn't I once have, you have fifteen thousand dollars. <laughs> I just I have thousands of dollars just playing the game normally. You have thousands of dollars. Yeah, I have like f- oh, yeah. four grand. Okay. Well, yeah. Like, do you loot everyone? Yes, but you get like two dollars for a pocket. It adds up. It adds up. It doesn't add up to what the fifteen thousand dollars. Not fifteen thousand, but there's and a specific I didn't do bank mission, point, which I regret. That they're like, if you let's try to get every vault, and I got them all, and it gave me so much money. Can we do? Have we have mission. we done like the inflation rate? Like, do we know what it is in twenty eighteen money? You can just go. Yeah, there's internet stuff for that. But I, I'm just saying, like, we should do that as a feature. Like, how like if how you're much, upgrade, how much I'm money are you actually paying to upgrade oh, Arthur's? That's camp? really cool. All right, Justin Davis from the features team. How much money tell. should I look The wheels are always while spinning. We're transitioning. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Used to be. Experience the mobile game IGN calls a remarkable technical achievement. PUBG Mobile is the official mobile version of PlayerUnknown's Battlegrounds. Enjoy eye-popping graphics, super smooth controls, and a variety of exciting play modes. Parachute onto a remote island for a winner-takes-all showdown. Survive pulse-pounding 100-player battles on a remote island filled with danger and opportunity. Make your way through sprawling rural and urban environments as you scavenge weapons, vehicles, and supplies inside a relentless, shrinking battle zone. Mix it up with different play modes that include teaming with up to three other players and squad matches. Drop in, gear up, and stay alive as long as you can. No Techie declares PUBG Mobile the daddy of Battle Royale. Defeat every player, stay in the zone, and before you know it, you'll be shouting your victory cry, winner, winner, chicken dinner. Download the official mobile version of PlayerUnknown's Battlegrounds for free. Go to your Android or iOS app store and type PUBG Mobile. Collect a special reward using the link and promo code provided in the episode description. Play now. All right, while you're looking that up, let's look ahead from uh, Red Dead 2. We have an email from Alan. Mm-hmm. He says, longtime listener, third or fourth time writer. Now that Red Dead 2 is out, I was curious to get your thoughts on Rockstar and what you think their next game should be. Mm. DLC for Red Dead is inevitable, and I would imagine the next b- big release we see from them will probably be GTA 6. Mm. However, I was thinking it might be nice to see them go back to one of their older titles, maybe Bully 2, Manhunt 3, Max Payne 4, or L.A. Noir. Or maybe something new and innovative altogether. Yeah. Any chance we get something new from them that is not GTA? What are your thoughts? I'm confused why he says Red Dead DLC is inevitable. Well, they'll do. I mean, they're going to add stuff to online. They'll do online, online sure, yeah. but like I don't think we'll get DLC. I don't think DLC. we'll get ever, ever all those DLC. updates to GTA Online. Do you not consider it to be D- DLC? Oh, I guess not. <laughs> yeah. Well, people would really love to have an Undead Nightmare too. I would. That love, would be great. That's the starting point. Yeah, yeah. that'd be great. That'd be great. Yeah. I would love, love, love to get a Bully too. Although I will say, I got into the Yakuza games this year, and mm-hmm. as d- different as those games are, they scratch the same itch in the sense that it's a very, very small very detailed open world space. It's not a whole it's not the whole of the United States or a whole state. It's one town in really really loving detail with a lot of really detailed characters and that's what Yakuza is providing for me as well. And that's what I liked about Bully 1. Bear with me here. Yeah. GTA in Tokyo. Sure. Did that work? No. No. <laughs> Could not uh, work. <laughs> no, I mean people sure people work. bring stuff like that up a lot, but GTA it hasn't always been this way, but modern GTA is really synonymous with satirizing different parts of American culture mm. and US culture and you know, the region and time period in which the game is set. You know, um so I, I feel like 
at that point, it's just sort of like really detailed open world. It's not GTA anymore. Mm. Yeah, the satire could be lost on a lot. Of well, not that there's not things about Japanese culture to satirize, but I just don't think that's mm-hmm. Rockstar's, no, no, I just Rockstar's mean, like, MO. Like, you yeah. know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, did you figure out the uh, yeah I did. I would like to see a space game. Uh, so GTA in space, fifteen thousand dollars in nineteen hundred currency. Spaceship Auto? No, Grand Theft Spaceship. Yeah, yep. there you go. I like that. Fifteen fifteen thousand dollars in nineteen hundred currency. I think it's about nineteen hundred. Maybe it's an eighteen ninety nine. Eighteen ninety nine. Yep. Uh, is a would be four hundred twenty eight thousand dollars in twenty sixteen. So half about you know close to half a million dollars for that that exploit. <laughs> but I also looked up. This is interesting and I think more relevant. A stage coast coach costs like mostly across the map. It's like fifteen bucks. Wow, 15 that's bucks. expensive. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. it's yeah. it's totally inexpensive. And it's prohibitive of me using it, yeah. and that's why I was saying I never have enough money because I don't, I can't just wantonly spend on uh, that. Anyway, it's a uh, uh, that would be four hundred twenty eight dollars. So like a plane flight. So, wow. So. Yeah. So the stage coach. But when you think about it, it's supposed to be a stage coach is supposed to be like. From Colorado to yeah. Louisiana, or okay, something. Yeah. that's true. Which probably would have been days journey and cost oh, yeah. a lot of money. Yeah. Fair. So I think they did try to hit that. And if you think of that, so if if fifteen dollars is four hundred twenty eight dollars, then like things that are five and ten dollars and stuff are all over a hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. And that's like all guns are like twenty five dollars in the game. Yeah, yeah. I remember looking at the general store outlet, like the the little book, the first time. Yeah. And I'm like, hair pomade is four dollars. Never going to really? be able to afford that. I don't, I don't remember. But <laughs> I don't like, think so. I think I a lot of that stuff, is, stuff. Like, is like 20 cents. There's oh, okay. Like I, well, maybe it was like the weapons. It was like 20 yeah. bucks. And I'm like, <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> is like realistically, is GTA 6 the next game from Rockstar? Either that or Table Tennis 2. Mm. Table Tennis 2. Hmm. Yeah, no question. They'll move on to GTA. I, uh, yeah, could be. Yeah. Yeah, but it, I don't well, know. <laughs> you don't sound, you don't sound the, confident. The thing that's weird about it is like, uh, I don't know the developers' names or anything, but when he was saying like he would be very worried to release Grand Theft Auto in today's climate, and it's like, is are things really going to be different? You know, four years from now, that they'd be comfortable releasing a GTA four. Well, or even even more so than that, like the the lead time of these games, if they start work on that now, if they write the game now, that's going to be out in five years, like. Who even knows what America like? Things are accelerating and changing so quickly, and just the landscape and makeup of what's sort of in our American consciousness. That like I wouldn't want to try to predict like what's going to be on the ball and like you know good satire and like really thumb in the eye of like the establishment. That's why you go back to Vice City. That's that's, that's why where you go back to Vice. That's exactly right. So I think maybe Vice they pick City. a time period again. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they do either a remake or re envisioning of Vice City or or they may choose to go that direction. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. It's tough because it's like at the end of the day, though, like Rockstar could kind of announce anything and it, it, it'll be a big deal, but nothing would be as big as GTA 6. I think GTA is <laughs> the next game, but I don't think it'll be set in modern day. Uh, well, that's interesting. Uh, how about this? There were five years in between GTA 4 and 5. It has been five years already since GTA 5 was released. So, like, mm-hmm. well, how far off is that game? Yeah, but Rockstar works differently now than they used to. Like, they sort of, they were all hands on deck for Red Dead 2, mm-hmm. and they've sort of changed the way that studio functions. Yeah, because so. Red Dead 1 was Rockstar San Diego, right? Yeah. And then so. it's the it's two started at San Diego until everybody kind of got pulled onto it. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. So I would say GTA six five years. Yeah, so <laughs> maybe, ten maybe years, more. <laughs> ten years in between five and six. I would think they'd have pressures pressure from Take Two to make more games than that. Yeah. Well, except that GTA five just keeps it print. You know, it was the well, top selling game last month. If, or if this that year, right? Continues. No. That's totally true. Uh, if no, that's far I don't think 5. Red Dead's going to do the same thing as GTA. No, so but I think GTA five. Yeah. 
Yeah, if GTA Five continues, then they don't need to make a game again. They have to make one for you know their artistic interests, what, which what, they should do. That's why everybody should make cool things. What could be weird though is the fact that GTA Five they put it on the modern, what we call now the modern consoles, PS4 and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Even though it was launched on 360, but by the time GTA Six comes out, we yep. should be seeing new consoles by then. Or think about it so, in the reverse: if the new consoles are out, then nobody's going to want to play GTA Five. That's what I'm, the new it's consoles. exactly. It's like they can't keep banking on GTA Five when now we're all in PS Five. Xbox, whatever territory. Yeah, the next consoles, and I'm presuming 2020, just based off nothing but my gut. But that mm-hmm. that sort of starts the timer for when Rockstar needs to get serious about another GTA. So it's like they almost need to get another another GTA Six out, so that way they can push out another GTA Online mm-hmm. to kind of renew that, get that going again. Maybe they'll do. They'll finally just uh, they'll do full GTA MMO. They're halfway there. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That actually sounds like an MMO I would be interested in checking out. Mm. Um, oh, Sam, you have unearthed one of this the greatest disappointments of my gaming life, the manual for Shadowgate 64. Yeah. Oof, I love Shadowgate on NES, and I was super excited for this game. And this, this game, game blows. This is a game about <laughs> trains. Go, 64. Go. See, there's a train on the cover, and then all the trains in the game. The game is I think about. you're a train conductor. And you're a train conductor. Yeah. Yeah. If you had told me, hey, Mark, what is Go 64 about? I, I, I would probably name four things. It may not actually I'd be called that. There's a Japanese track track there that. Dincia de Go 64. Oh, okay. Okay. All right, let's move on. Let's move on from Red Dead and Rockstar to the other hottest game of the moment SNK 40th <laughs> anniversary collection. I reviewed it. I gave it a seven, and I'm the only one here who's played it. Mm-hmm. Probably the only one here who's played any of these games. Well, you showed me uh, Ikari Warriors <coughs> three in it. Yeah, Ooh. which well, Ikari Warriors three sucks, but one and two. Oh, you two was the cool one and two one. are still really fun. Yeah. Well, there's it, voice, there's voice acting in in Ikari two. It opens up with funny. some voice samples. It's the good. only thing I've heard about this game is Damon, who sits right behind me, saying it is a great collection of not great games. Yeah, that's it. So it was actually an interesting. <laughs> exercise to review because it's yeah. Digital Eclipse, the guys that did Mega Man Legacy Collection and the Street Fighter Anniversary Collection and the Disney Afternoon Collection. Mm-hmm. They do really good work and this is a really well done sort of museum uh, gallery mm-hmm. of 14 games. That, they're you know, like a simple arcade team games. of game history lovers. Yeah. Like they love preservation. They love looking up like the old docs and like mm-hmm. design docs and stuff for the game speaking yeah. of instruction booklets like they're like like if they are exist they're scanned in yeah so it's 14 games at launch 11 more will be added next month and like they're really simple arcade games that are, you're not gonna get a lot of mileage of it's weird they're adding today. it's weird they're adding more yeah it's like i don't it's it is weird <laughs> and there's nes games well so they're arcade games and if there was an nes port mm-hmm. that was included too so like akari warriors all three of those games pow uh, Guerrilla War, Athena's in it. So the Athena, like, well, a lot of these games are like that. But the NES game is like totally different. So yeah, interesting. yeah, yeah. A lot I'm of- always really fascinated by that. I usually think about it in the context of like Double Dragon or like mm-hmm. Donkey Kong. Like, I never have played the arcade versions of those games. Only the NES. You well, haven't played arcade Donkey Kong? Uh, well, in that's, my life like, I have, but I'm, I'm just saying like okay. the version of that mm-hmm. that I experience is, you know, is uh, is NES always. Yeah. We were talking about games like Bionic Commando and Gaiden and Rygar. Those yeah. games are all arcade games that are not good. And then the NES version is like amazing. Yep. Well, Rygar's 
Yeah, so it's, yeah. Still, it's still it's much yeah. more interesting. It's, like, it's really interesting. Like it's like the arcade version looks better mm-hmm. graphically, but uh, your shield is a weapon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in order to make it like playable and fun at home, they had to like improve the gameplay yeah. immensely. Yeah. So and they're all inspired by Zelda and Super Mario Brothers and this extensive like single player experience. So Evergame has the arcade version and the NES version, and you can switch regions between the Japanese and North American Ooh. version. And there's often differences there. Each game has save states and rewind features. Cool. I know. And then there's this separate. Uh, you switch regions on the fly. Yeah, well, before you start your game. Oh, before you start your game. Yeah. And that's when you were saying in your review, they don't explain what the differences are, so it'd be interesting Not, to know. Yeah, yeah, were. exactly. Like a tally would be cool. Exactly, yeah. There's also this separate interactive timeline that walks you through the first 12 years of SNK's existence. Uh, every single release, I think, of that first 12 years. And there's all this really obscure Japanese stuff that never made it over here. And it's all like really well documented with screenshots and, like you said, flyers and instruction and, manuals. And there's SNK games that aren't in there because... They are just lost to time, or they're maybe because they're bad, or yeah, there's change. actually there's also some like sexy games that they didn't <laughs> include in there from for, back then. Yeah, for like some 80, 1980s like mahjong oh. strip games, and everything's pre Neo Geo. Yeah. Everything is pre Neo Geo, so nineteen seventy eight to nineteen ninety. It's on there. What's it cost? Forty bucks. Forty bucks. Yeah. yeah. So which will end up fourteen games at launch, another eleven games, twenty five games total. Uh, so it's like a really well-made collection of games that lot, most people don't even know exist. It's a little bit less than a dollar fifty, and that aren't not, they're not all super fun to play today. Although I think Akari Warriors one and two are really fun. There's a shooter, two D uh, side-scrolling shooter called Prehistoric Isle. That's really fun. You're a biplane shooting up dinosaurs and giant cavemen. What do the dinosaurs do? You're in a plane. <laughs> <laughs> Get down here. <laughs> they probably spit at you. It's really good. So um, like for me, someone like me, I'm really glad this collection exists. Mm-hmm. But it's like it's just an interesting exercise to review because you're reviewing the collection, not like the games. You know, where mm-hmm. normally you're just like, well, this game isn't very much fun, so we give it a low score. Digital Eclipse should have made better games. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I know sometimes we talk about obscure mm-hmm. games and we've reviewed, you know, obscure games collection or game collections that might seem obscure, like the Disney Afternoon collection or something to a lot of people. But like this is like another level. Yeah. Like, I think, like, a lot of people from one generation played DuckTales and, uh, you know, Mickey Mouse Capade or whatever. Yeah. But I don't know people that played these SNK games. Dude, there's I an- know Ikari Warriors is the biggest one of those popularity-wise. But that's, like, for me, that's, like, a pretty generic but fun co-op game on the NES. There's a vertically scrolling shooter called Alpha Mission mm-hmm. that's, like, Xevious. It's, like, Xevious. I didn't know Alpha Mission. Do you know yeah. Vanguard? Uh, I know. It's a side-scrolling shooter where the arcade had four buttons to shoot up, down, left, and right, yeah. around your ship. Yeah. It's like crazy how obscure this stuff is. Mm. Anyway, I gave it a seven. I think it's a really good collection of, uh, you know, yeah. old, old-timey retro games. Let's move on. This is a really interesting question. We got an email from Nicholas. He says, greetings, fellow Blue Brothers. Wow. Oh. With me being in the law enforcement line of work, uh-huh. I was curious as to what are some of the Omega Cops' favorite police-based video games? One that comes to my mind was Pursuit Force on the Sony PSP. Yeah. Thanks for all you do, and stay safe. Also, Harris County, where I patrol, is the county that Houston, Texas is located in, if you're curious. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I was trying to think of police-based uh, games. All Resident Evil games. Yeah. Yeah. Really that's really good. I didn't well, even think about that. Stars, Raccoon our City our PD. Our Stars Police. <laughs> Leon, Leon no is PD. Yeah, he is PD. Yeah. Uh, Virtual Cop. PD. Wow, yeah. Okay, forgot about And so, remind me, Virtual Cop is like a shooting gallery game? Yeah, mm-hmm. it's like Time Crisis. Mm-hmm. Well, so then, well, in that... Uh, Virtual Cop sense. actually has, like, dummies and a Hogan's Alley and stuff like that that you shoot Hogan's, at. Hogan's Alley is another good That's one. That's another game. <laughs> uh, and then, I guess, uh, Lethal Enforcers would be another... another. Uh-huh. Are you cops in that one? 
Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Until you go to the Wild West and you're sheriffs. You're, <laughs> if, my, if memory <laughs> serves, I haven't played it since launch, but you're a cop in Sleeping Dogs, right? An undercover police officer. Uh, and I that's the whole tension of the cops. game is okay. like it's sort of you do missions for the you know Yakuza or whatever crime. It's not Yakuza, but whatever crime organization you're fighting mm. for, but you do missions for the police as well. Mm. And I think maybe you actually get to choose like who to betray. I don't hardly recall. Interesting. Matt, uh, L.A. Noir. L.A. Noir. Like a cop that's game. A great one. But I didn't super love that game. So yeah, I, I, I like that game. I thought L.A. Like was just very like interesting. Interesting and unlike almost anything else. So much like Red Dead Two, where it's like so slow. Yeah. And mm-hmm. they really want you to see the game. Yeah. You know. Yeah, exactly. Don't you play as police in like half the Need for Speed games? Isn't I was gonna all? say Need for Speed Hot Pursuit oh. in particular. Half the game you're the cops, half you're the, oh, the yeah whatever. I don't I don't even know if you're you're just like street racers. That's yeah, street cool. racers. True. Yeah. That game's really good. That's fun. Uh, here's a good one. How about APB? Mm-hmm. That's an old Atari old game. Atari game from late '80s. I got you one better. Mappy. I was going to say, Mappy, I, you're I, a cop mouse. I thought yeah. you were just a mouse. You're no, a cop, cop mouse. In the beginning of the game, it says Mappy as Mouse Police. <laughs> <laughs> That's his like credit screen credit. Uh, and then what about Narc? Yeah. Narc's, yeah. Like, I know. Narc's from you, the height of the drug scare. Yeah, like you, just, you gun down every junkie that you come across in the game, so you're not really doing things by the book. <laughs> no, not, not really. <laughs> but unless you're... a like you're an arc, Does right? It, wait, are you on screen? No, you're not on screen, right? Yeah, it's a side scrolling game. It's like, yeah. Side you have a uniform? No, but you wear a motorcycle helmet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's interesting. Like, obviously, in a military game, you have a little bit more leeway to just wantonly shoot and kill at will. Wanton. Although, you know, real military mm-hmm. can't do that either. But, like, that's the that's the contract that you enter into with, like, a military game with, like, a police game that doesn't feel quite as okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, narc is just short for narcotics officer, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the last one I came up with is the Police Quest series of yeah, sure. graphic adventure computer games. Are you a are you a uh, a police officer in Dino Crisis? In Dino Crisis, no, you are. I, who I don't know who who are you? Or I, don't know. I know you're a woman. I, I can't you're a woman. Wait, yeah. and, but I go. I don't know if you're a police officer or not. Hmm. You definitely you're packing heat. Yeah, it's tough. I don't know. I would say Resident Evil, but it's like with Resident Evil, you're not like being a cop though. Like no. the whole structure of being a cop yeah. is kind of out the door. In the uh, GTA <laughs> games, you can get in a cop car and do cop missions. Yes, mm-hmm. that's true. Because that's, that's how uh, being a cop works. If you can push L three, you're you a can cop just get now. A, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Also a taxi driver. Yeah. Or ambulance. Or an driver. ambulance. Fire. GTA three had it all, man. Yeah, man. I was gonna say in the Walking Dead games, but no, just Rick Grimes is a cop, and he's only in the show and comics. He's you don't play as him in the games. No. Nope. No. Nope. All right. One more email this week comes from Edgar in Monterey, Mexico. Uh, he says, I've been a GameScoop listener for around three years. This is my first time writing. I'm a huge Simpsons fan, and I don't understand why the video game industry has veered away from that franchise. Mm. I remember playing the Simpsons Road Rage and Hit and Run on my PS2 and having a blast with them. Mm-hmm. The classic arcade Simpsons game is great, too. The last console, console game they released was The Simpsons Game, and that was back in 2007. Wow. My question to you is, is there room for a Simpsons video game out in the market? And if so, what would be an interesting premise for it? Yeah, they should give it. I was telling you this before we started recording. They should this do like the stick of truth treatment. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. That make like an, uh, I don't know if they have the writing RPG. staff for that at this yeah. point. but um, Make an RPG, make a new virtual Springfield. Well, I was going to say, there was a mobile game. That's that game was is still like so popular. Very, very popular. Simpsons tapped oh, out is incredible. You, you don't yeah. need to make another Simpsons game because of that. <laughs> I'm sure they're making tons of money off the Simpsons tapped yeah. out, which is I, an EA game. Yeah. I played tapped out for a long time just because it was fun to build my own take on Springfield. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. That was what I got out of that. I didn't care about like the missions or story or any of that. Yeah. But as for console games, you know, I, I'd say that it's, it, it's just like, it's probably it just has to do with the fact that the Simpsons show isn't yeah. what it used to be and mm-hmm. hasn't been for a long time, right? It's still like hugely rated and everybody watches and stuff. I just don't personally know anybody. Though. But it's like, it's, I think it's very similar to the family guy where uh, we had some of the guys on our show at Comic-Con this year. Mm-hmm. And they were upfront about it. They said, look, I don't think any one of us would say that the family guy is like operating on all at its best today. Mm-hmm. But what it, these shows, what they become after such a long time is like comfort food mm-hmm. to their fans. Like people just tune in on Sundays yeah, and they, that's true. They, it's something very familiar that they that expect. That has a popular mobile game too. That also does too, yeah. yeah. So, I would, yeah, I still popular in that in that sense, but in order to make a very expensive AAA video game, maybe that's oh, not the totally. right license yeah. for it. Mm-hmm. I, I think the GTA clone version of that game was like really clever. I mean, I think yeah. that's the way to go because you get a cool cell shaded universe. I've I've watched a lot of Hit and Run. It's one of the most speed ran games. Really, like that's one of the top wow. ones. Is Simpsons Hit one. and Run? Hmm. I I don't know why. Wasn't there a wrestling one? A Simpsons wrestling yeah, game? There was. There's a Futurama action platformer game. Yep, I remember that PS2. Really? It was yeah. was that right when the show was being canceled, it, or right it, after? It's I mean obviously it's right. That was such a short <clears> time period. I think it was right before, but uh, it's very rare. Um, I remember I had Bart versus the Space Mutants on the Sega Genesis. Mm-hmm. That game is bad, but young little Justin just tried so hard to convince myself it was good because I really loved The Simpsons and didn't have that many video games, so I played that game a lot. What's the it's one where you like? It's like a side scroller, and then you like jump into like I can't remember. It's like you jump into like a heart, and then it's like a mission. I maybe it's not a heart, maybe it's something else. Like, there were two. There was Bart versus the Space maybe Mutants, and then there was a hearts. different Bart Simpson like adventure game where I think you're traveling through time or something like. Yeah, that. it's like it's mm-hmm. like you went into something, and then all of a sudden you were like a giant Godzilla. Yeah, Bart that was the Simpson. other one. Yeah. And you're like going through, oh. and then is that Bart's like Nightmare? Something, something, yeah. yeah, Bart's Nightmare. And then there's, I was and like, then something there's, about dreams. There's Bart and Radioactive Man is the third one on NES. These are all on NES, and then finally Krusty's Fun House, which is the fourth one on NES. Yeah, there's four Simpsons games technically on NES. That's a and lot. Then, and then the yeah. Simpsons, and all those game. were on. Genesis Was there a Simpsons game on Nintendo 64? I can't name one. No. And then as, yeah, there was the Simpsons arcade game. from There would have been Game Boy games at the time. Still a classic. I like one of my favorite little details in the Simpsons arcade game is that when Marge gets electrocuted, it makes a reference to how she was originally going to be a bunny person. Mm. Whoa, really? That Matt Mm. Groening, you know, apocryphal story about how the Simpsons was... replaced the ears of the hair? Yeah. And that brings us to Video Game 20 Questions. Our suggestion this week comes from Ryan in Chicago. Let the questioning begin. Uh, is this game 2D? No. Could this game uh, be in a manual on this table? No. What so it's not a Nintendo 64 game. <laughs> I would take that as a year answer more than anything, because who knows what the ads are in these? Oh, that's true. That's true. That's true. I don't think um, they well. Okay. It's, Looks like he's funny. confident with his answer. Every, every time I'm on GameScoop, I forget about GameScoop 20 questions. <laughs> so Never I'm always like, like super us, off guard. Would you like to ask you some questions so you remember? That's fine. Just, yeah. just don't think about it that much. Uh, let's see. Okay. Is this a licensed video game? No. This game come out after January 1st, 2010? No. I want to give somebody credit for a question. I'm going to answer. We're, we're in real trouble. I'm going to look it up. You, what do you mean to skip you? Well, the question is, and I'll give you credit yeah. in a second. Uh, could this game have been presented in a press conference at E3 by one of the parties that presents press conferences at E3? No. Well, well then. So it's an old game. That means it's an old game. 
Hold on. No, it just means it's, it's, it's not from like like from Ubisoft. Uh, uh, you know, all the companies that do pre- press conferences. But what about the third party games that are presented at like Sony's conference and Microsoft's conference? Like EA is on stage at you know like Bethesda yeah. showed off Fallout seventy six at Xbox. Yeah, I mean, I guess I'll have to narrow down the wording of that question. Yeah. <laughs> so I still I, think I don't answer, know what we got out of. I it. still think the answer is no. Okay. Uh, is this game set before the era of Nintendo 64, PlayStation, that era? Is the game set so, so is before it, the era of 1996? We, hold on. Before, we know it's a 3D game. Wait, well, how do we know that? Because that was the first question we asked. <laughs> oh, okay. I think I, I was said, just so baffled. <laughs> I said, is it a 3D game? I said, is it a 2D game? And he said no. Oh, okay. Uh, that question was for Mikey Mac, at Mikey Mac. So it could be Zelda- for NES. Wait, so you did not actually ask a question, did we, you? Uh, well, Justin talked me out of it. I don't yeah. know what to do now. So if it can't Pets. be... <laughs> um, I don't know. I feel like it's... Well, so is it, it's going to be between 2000 and 2010, maybe, right? Well, got to be. Could Let's be. Let's ask it. Okay. Okay. So is it after January 1st, 2000? Yes. Okay. Woo! Uh, <laughs> was this game developed in Japan? No. Um, Probably an Activision game. They're the one that doesn't do a big E3 press conference. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, was this game, uh, does this game have multiplayer? Yes. Uh, is this game open world? No. Oh, it's 3D, but not open world. Is this game played from a first person perspective? Mm. I better not answer that one. Uh, it's it, It's possible, but I'm not sure. If you if you are, if you could okay okay uh 3D game non open world game do you shoot uh you shooting guns in this game no that's ten okay uh is this uh was this game on a Nintendo platform yes mm. good question uh, so it's pr- probably on the GameCube yeah or we or we or three we or three DS three DS or, or handheld. Uh, does this game support local like multiplayer? Like we 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 decided it was multiplayer. Is it local, like on the couch? Uh, just uh, are you sure you want to ask that question? Why? Given the the time period where you know this game was released. Oh, okay. Is that so a good? A definite yes. Okay. Damon the friend. Uh, is this game exclusive to a platform? It was for a time. I think it's I think it's Super Monkey Ball, guys. Mm-hmm. Um, but we know that that's not first person. Well, I don't know. Um, are you the monkey ball? Oh, wait. Or are you, or are the, you the stage? You are actually tilting the stage, technically. The stage. Yeah. As what? As the open well, board. What sort of, en- what sort <laughs> of entity are you in? But monkey then the ball? bigger question is, just because you're the one, just because you're controlling the stage... Does that mean you are the stage, or can you still be the monkey? Are you who you control in a game? What? When, no. you, when you play <laughs> StarCraft, are you the units, yeah, or are know. you yeah, the got, guy who uh, does the dragon? We've been, we've been through this, this yeah. <laughs> uh, it, did you, yeah. You said so. Was this game exclusive to the GameCube when it launched? No. But we do know it was on a Nintendo platform, and we know it launched exclusively on a platform. So it's got to be exclusive to the Wii when it launched? Or handheld. Yeah, I guess. Oh. I don't know. Do we need to get the console down? I, it's, it'd be helpful to me. All right. So, so is this a Wii game? 
It was on the Wii. Yes. Okay. Okay. And it, wait, do I, can you, was it developed in Japan? I don't remember the no. answer. No, the yeah. answer was no. Uh, and it was exclusive ooh. when it came out, but it's not anymore. Wow. But, so but that could mean just because now it's on Wii U. Could be Carnival Games from uh, 2K. <laughs> I'm trying to think about big Wii exclusives that well, were not, not from Japan. Not, that were not from Japan. That yeah. eventually came to other platforms. To clarify, I never said this was a Wii exclusive. We well, said it was exclusive. Exclusive when it launched. Yep. Right. And that's not helpful. But the, the, well, yeah, I don't get what it just got clarified. That it wasn't a Wii. It's probably a game that got ported to the Wii. Then is what how I take that. But no, I thought we oh. asked the question that it was. No, I take it as it was exclusive to the Wii, and then it eventually got ported. To Why did you else. take it that way? Uh, Damon's well, clarifying yes. for us. He's helping us okay. out. All right, okay. All right. <laughs> Something <laughs> ported to the Wii. Did what? Were motion controls added for the Wii? Yeah. I mean, I would assume so. But once again, are you sure you want to spend your question on that? <laughs> well, I'm curious because for a lot the of Wii, people, a lot of. Th- <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it'd be it's pretty unusual for a port to happen on the Wii, and then. You know, motion controls be added to it. Could be Goldeneye. Yeah. Yeah. No, but. it actually couldn't be because it came, didn't come out in the 2000s originally. Um, and do, and it's not a licensed game. We already asked that, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's true. I don't know. I, I think we can get this one. It's just going to be like, yeah. it's, it's a weird one. You don't shoot guns. It's 3D. Mm-hmm. Could it be? Did Boom Blocks come out in other things? It did, but it, but then that would be that would be a weird clarification from Damon because it was exclusive to the Wii. First. Also, the E3 press conference, EA has a press conference, and they had it back then. They, so. they probably didn't back then. No, I think it was just the first parties for a long time. The third party proliferation of press conferences is a relatively recent development. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Would you call this an indie game? No, that's fifteen. All right, I think I'm like. Zombie U and Red Steel, but those are both like those are Wii U very games. obvious. Those are very oh yeah, one of those Wii U. Wii it's like very obvious. Those Red, are I was thinking Red Steel also, but I I, I can't remember who developed it's that. Third, it's a third person game, not first person. I well, didn't. Right. I didn't. He he's. Unclear. I wasn't sure about. Well, that yeah, but Zombie, but like U, Red Zombie Steel, U and Red, Red Steel, Steel you would are clearly know first person games. Uh, is this oh, it's a tough one. I'm just gonna read this book. Is this a is this a slashy game? You slashing things up with swords in this game? No. What do you do in this game? It's weird that it had multiplayer. <laughs> so it could be like a more peaceful game. Could be like a buildy game. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Although, like you know, it's too early for Minecraft. Maybe is it too early for Minecraft? Minecraft. That was two uh, thousands. I don't. It's not think a Wii. Minecraft, Minecraft ever hit Wii. the Wii. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Is there a sequel to this game? No. Shoot. Three questions left. We're not even close. Sam, remember the hack. Yeah. Have What's we mentioned that? this game yet? Is that the hack? Have you mentioned this game when? Oh, on this episode of GameScoop. Have you mentioned this game on this episode of GameScoop? <laughs> Son of a bitch. Yes. <sighs> Wait, that's the hack? Yeah. I'm so confused. But how weird is that, right? <laughs> I mean, that is weird. Two questions. One is question and a guess. What, but I think two? what he was, why he had me clarify is we could have asked, did we mention this game during 20 questions? What game, what games have we mentioned? So we talked about all of Rockstar's library, but none of them hit the Wii. So it's not like Bully. I mean, yeah. it could have been Bully. Until, bully. It's Bully. Yeah, but that didn't come to the Wii. Yes, it did. Did it come? Yeah. To so it did. Bully, clearly not first person though. Yeah, but it might, you, you do slingshot stuff in first person. Did Rockstar publish this game? 
Yes. Do you do you play as a bully in this game? You don't have that you, question to you ask. Have a, you oh, have wait, a, this is it. Yeah. Uh, okay, is it bully? Is it bully? Nope. Oh! Oh! <laughs> it's Rockstar's Table Tennis. <laughs> that didn't oh! come on the Wii. Sure did. That was on the Wii? We had that argument about Table Tennis coming to the Wii before. <laughs> I thought that was a Super 360 exclusive. Came to no! 360 in 2006, came to the Wii in 2007. I thought that was like Super 360 yeah. exclusive. Is it like, a, like that game looked good for the time? I can't see oh, that, that being ported to the Wii. solid 20 questions right there. <laughs> I feel good about that one. Yeah, I really dislike, by the way, how the aspect nope. ratio of the Japanese release, the American ones and the Japanese ones aren't the same size. The Japanese ones are bigger. Yeah, well. It's been bothering me as I've been sorting them here. Um, but Bully did come to the Wii, right? Bully also was ported to the Wii. That's awesome. Yeah. What a weird time that was. I know. When everybody took their like yeah. fancy games and were like, we need to dumb these down. Uh, and then I can't, <laughs> I, I'm not sure if you play that game in first person or not. So that was my confusion. You know what, Damon? The motion controls question would have helped me a lot. Well, they obviously it had motion controls on the Wii, though. No, that's not well, the case. I, a game like that wouldn't come to the Wii without motion controls. But we didn't know the game. Yeah, yeah. we didn't know the game. That's the problem. Okay, okay. I guess maybe if it had been like bully, then maybe that question is not as obvious. Yeah. All right, I take that one back. <laughs> you want to try again? <laughs> no, I want to read is this. Is it Rockstar Stable Tennis? <laughs> I want to read this manual to Human Grand Prix. Human <laughs> Grand not Prix. Not Cat Grand Prix, as I no. pointed out to Damon before. Human Grand Prix. Thank you for your suggestion. Ryan in Chicago, if you have your own suggestions for Video Game 20 questions, email them to me at... Gamescoop at IGN.com. That is all the scoops that we have for you this week. Thank you, Justin. Thank you, Sam. Thank you, Mark. We're going to clean up all these N64 yep. manuals. No, StarCraft 64, I found. Yeah. Oh, no, that's not it. Oh, it is it. it, it is. I thought it was Pokemon because it was yellow. Oh. Uh, my name is Damon. Hey, this is IGN Gamescoop. And we're out.
Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.